1: Star Wars 7x7 7 7 episode 2846. So many years ago, in the early days of the podcast, one of the series we did looked at mistakes within Star Wars movies. And now that a couple of years have passed with the Disney era movies, or at least the first run of Disney era movies, I thought, hey, let's see what happened with that kind of stuff for those movies. Punch it! <laughs> Hey Rebel Rouser, I'm Alan Voivod and this is Star Wars 7x7, your daily dose of Star Wars joy, and thank you so much for joining me for it. So, the deal with MovieMistakes.com, which is the site that I'm referencing for this and the next couple of episodes, is that it's basically a crowd-sourced site, so it's all user-generated content. People are submitting mistakes that they have found in various movies. It's not just Star Wars movies, it's all kinds of movies. And sometimes they're submitting pictures to illustrate the mistakes that they're seeing. These are generally Generally catalogued into well, roughly a half a dozen categories or a couple more. So there are character mistakes, continuity mistakes, factual mistakes. Plot hole mistakes, revealing mistakes, audio mistakes, and uh, other is basically one other category, and uh, also uh, seeing equipment, seeing filmmaking equipment in there. So yeah, call it eight particular categories of mistakes. Not every movie has every category of these mistakes, but you know a lot of them have a bunch of them. And it turns out that of all the sequel era movies, The Force Awakens has seemingly the most of them. Now I thought maybe it would be the case that because The Force Awakens is the oldest of those movies that it would just naturally have more things found on the website because people have had more time to look at it. But when you look at the other movies, it doesn't necessarily line up. So for example, The Rise of Skywalker has 17, but Solo has six logged ones. So obviously like Solo's been out for a lot longer than The Rise of Skywalker, and yet they have found precious little in the way of movie mistakes that they can talk about on the website. I don't know if any of them necessarily rise to the level of once you see them, you can't unsee them kind of things like the most infamous movie mistake in Star Wars history, which takes place in A New Hope. That's the scene where the stormtroopers are coming into that control room where our heroes had been and where 3PO and R2D2 are hiding. As the stormtroopers come in, the door isn't quite lifted all the way up and so one stormtrooper bangs his head on the door. Yeah, that one, like once you see it, you will not be able to unsee it and it's just awesome. I'll say that out of all the things I read on MovieMistakes.com, the most blatant one that stands out is the one from the opening of The Force Awakens when you see the planet Jakku and then you see the shadow of the Star Destroyer finalizer crossing in front of it. So it's pointed out in the description that The planet is not lit by itself. The planet should only be lit from reflected sunlight. And so if you've got light shining and hitting Jakku that way, then that same light should be lighting up the Star Destroyer. So it should not be in shadow. Although it just looks darn cool, so I guess you don't really give it a lot of thought in the moment and that may be one of the early indicators of what Larry Kasdan has said about the script for The Force Awakens, that it moves along like a freight train, which is not exactly the phrase he used. I think he used something a little more colorful that we just don't say on this podcast, but it seems like the majority of of the, you know, movie mistakes are continuity errors that people have identified, and a lot of them have to do with Ray. Like, for example, just the fact that, you know, how her particular costume has the, you know, strips of cloth that crisscross over each other. Well, there are various scenes where you see, like, left is cross over right, and then suddenly right is crossed over left, and so that's just a function of what was happening with the shots on one day versus another day. There the things about her leather wrist cuff that she wears and flipped shots basically so shots where it was filmed and filmed correctly where like of course it's just on her left and she always puts it on her left but When you see it in some cases, it's actually on her right wrist. And so that's not necessarily an indication of continuity. It's an indication of a shot that is presented, like, flipped around on us. That happens in a handful of places. And it also happens with Kylo Ren's helmet, apparently. So there's a little bit of damage, battle damage, on Kylo Ren's helmet. And sometimes you see that on the right side of his helmet. And sometimes you see that on the left side of his helmet. So, yeah, that's not... (laughs) You know, a different helmet costuming thing. That's just, again, a flipped shot, a reversed shot. Then there's some cases where they may film a shot from one angle or film a scene from one angle and then they film it from another angle and somebody does something differently like for example when Ray is in the Falcon and she's trying to fix whatever gas leak that's happening and she's pointing at Finn saying hey get me that thing and he's looking around and going where is it well she's pointing with her right hand when you see her looking at her and her face on screen but then when the shot goes to behind her shoulder you you see her pointing with her left arm instead and the shot isn't flipped it's still everything is in the same place with the rest of the perspective where right? the Falcon and uh, Finn in the Falcon and BB-8 in the Falcon are but yeah she's just pointing with a different arm in that scene. Or Dr. Colonia who is treating Chewbacca on the resistance base on Dakar at the you know I guess the end of the second act of the Force Awakens so she's got her little you know medical device in her right hand and one angle of the scene and then when it switches to another angle it's in her left hand and yeah these are things where like In some cases, I feel like I'm willing to give credit for, oh, yeah, maybe they, you know, switched hands with a device in, you know, the midst of the scene cut change. Like there's a thing about how Finn has posed Jacket after he's pulled it out of the TIE Fighter and he's holding it one way, uh, but then immediately in the next shot, he's holding it another way. But it feels like more montage y, like he's kind of stepping further and further away from the TIE Fighter and maybe he's just adjusted it and you just don't see the whole motion. But there are some things where it's like, oh, yeah, no, definitely that was like one arm and then the other arm and they just didn't catch it. There's one with Finn where he has his blaster slung over his shoulder just as he's getting onto the Crimson Corsair ship and as he turns to look at the you know, hyperspace attack on Hosnian Prime you see from the back that suddenly the blaster strap is no longer there there's a thing on Starkiller Base where when Han and Kylo Ren are on that bridge the lights on the bridge, like there's a light nearby them that seems to change position but it's basically because they are changing position where they are on the bridge as it gets shot I guess, or maybe that's a CGI thing, maybe that's you know not a practical effect, maybe they just had the light moving around in posts somehow I don't know but it's just it's weird to see it happen and it's it's stuff that a lot of times I think in ones that we're going to discuss later this week some of these things are so small that I don't even know how anybody caught them but they are there I think the one that's going to stick out for me most, though, is the one where they talk about the canopies of the X-Wing fighters that are attacking Starkiller Base. And despite the fact that you see different pilots in this sequence, some cases you can actually match up the scratches and other... bits of dirt and dust and debris and whatever on the canopies of the x-wings and it looks like it's actually similar similar across multiple x-wings so yeah that's one of those ones where i'm like oh my gosh i'm not going to be able to unsee that not necessarily as iconic as the head smack from a new hope but hey it is kind of fascinating so Yeah, that's what I've got for you on today's episode of the podcast, and that's gonna do it for this episode of the podcast. So it just remains for me to say thank you so much for joining me for it as always, and may the force be with you wherever in the world you may be